0: Luka Dacic and Slovenia fall to Greece in a FIBA World Cup preparation game. But what do we see from Luka and the Slovenians? We'll talk about that and more. Welcome, you are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks normally, but today we're going to be talking about Slovenia, we'll talk about Luka Doncic and his home country in FIBA preparation game, they played a game against Greece, and so I wanted to come in and jump in and talk about that game. Was able to watch it. If you're not able to watch some of these games, they're on the courtside. 1981, 1891, whatever that whatever that app is, paid for it. Watch the game, and then shout out to the Mavs blog and their channel for uh, for helping me get it afterwards. Because apparently you can't watch them post live. So we'll see what happens. But we should be covering a bunch of these games. Wanted to get in here, and I want to share a couple of things. First of all, I want to share what I saw from Luca, and then what we saw from Slovenia in this matchup. So, just to clarify, this is the World Cup. This is the competition that's going to be happening. FIBA World Cup, a bunch of teams are going to be in it. A bunch of NBA players are going to be in it. Isaac I are going to cover these games like their Mavericks games. However, these are just preparation games. These are friendlies. These are just, you know, warming up into it. These are preseason games, basically, like this one that we're talking about today. So, Slovenia loses to Greece, 98-91. to 91. Luka Doncic, I thought, had a really good game in this one. Let's start with what I saw from Luka. 21 points, 10 boards, 14 assists. He had some bad turnovers in this one. I want to talk about his passing so much, but I'm going to start here. He looks slimmer. He looks quicker than when we last saw him, which is better. I don't think he looks drastically like, oh my gosh, just best shape of his life, incredible. But I think he looks good, and I think he looks a little bit better than what we saw towards the end of the season. That's the thing that everybody's going to be talking about. That's the thing that I think you're worried about and thinking about when it comes to his play for the Dallas Mavericks. Now that being said, his passing was incredible in this game. Like just absolutely next level, something that we've come, you know, come accustomed to with Luka Doncic, but the way that he was hitting some of these passes today, like it was just so crisp, so perfect. It's one of the things that makes this Slovenia team actually good is that Luka can hit you wherever you are in whatever spot that you're in. There's so many different passes that just really stood out to me in this game. Uh, He had an incredible full-court outlet pass. We'll talk about that in a second. He had another one where he was at at half-court and did a no-look bounce pass from half-court, did a bounce pass to uh, Jordan Morgan, their new center. We'll talk about him a little bit later. He had another one where he's, in the, at the end of the second quarter, he's on the baseline. He's getting double-teamed, which he got double-teamed all the time in this game. He faked a fadeaway. He looks like he's about to take a fadeaway shot. He falls back, does the Dirk fade back. But instead of actually taking the shot, he whips a no-look pass over to Chanchar, and he hits the three. An incredible pass from Luca. He was, I mean, it was just a clinic from Luca. Like I said, 14 assists in this game. His passing was just on another level. And Luca seems to do that in some of these games where he's trying to get back into the rhythm of things. He hasn't played an organized basketball game since April 10th. It's August. I mean, it is, (laughs) there are three months in between the two months that we just talked about. It's wild how long it's been since Luca has played a basketball game. And so with this, he tries to, to get his passing in. He tries to, you know, he had to pass a lot because of some of the double teams and things like that. But if you wanted a big positive in this one, it was his passing, just incredible. The other thing that I, I kind of t- touched on just then was his outlet passes. He had three or four full court outlet passes off of a made basket or even a missed basket where he hit, you know, Jordan Morgan, who's their center, who's like this 6'8", really athletic, quick guy. He hit Chonchar in one of them. Like, he he hits them uh, and we don't see that from the Mavericks at all. We don't see the Mavericks get out and run under Rick Carlisle or under Jason Kidd so far. And I think that's something that they need to do, especially now that they have a couple more athletes. You've got Josh green who can definitely do this. Jaden Hardy. That's quick. Kyrie even is quick and can get out and transition. We just need to see a a little bit more of that for the Mavericks, get some easy baskets. And Slovenia was able to do that in this one. They just took advantage of Lucas, just incredible pinpoint passes in some of these. I mean, these guys are not even all by themselves either. Sometimes when he's throwing these outlet passes and throwing these like go ahead, hit ahead passes, but Luca just such a good passer that he can uh, that he can hit these guys wherever they are and wherever they're they're being. So passing incredible. Luca is a passing clinic in this one. Just absolutely great on this one. Um, he also is still just as strong. he did cut some weight. You can tell. Mentioned he looked a little bit slimmer. He's still just as strong. I mean. It, I saw somebody on Twitter mention, well, wow, I hope Lucas, I hope Luca can still bully ball and do that. I I have no worries about that because there's a moment in the first quarter, three minutes and 47 seconds left. It's all over Twitter. It's it's I think I I tweeted it too. You can go at Nick Van Exit and go find that. But crossover, 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 bumps his defender. And when he bumped the defender, he the defender flopped a little bit, flailed on it, fell back like five feet, and just like Luca looks at him, stops, looks down at him, and then he baits Papayanis, the center, to to jump into him, and then he gets the end one and hits the shot. I mean, it was just pure asshole, Luca. Incredible play from him in the first quarter, and it just was like, yes, Luca basketball is back. I was just so excited to see it back and to be ready for it, and that was a, that was a moment that I think encapsulated all that. But it goes back to my point that he's still just just as strong, just as big just as hard to stay in front of, and also hard to stay in front of because he's quick, but also he's huge. If you're a guard trying to guard him and stay with him and stay, you know, like keep your feet in front of him, he's just going to bump you, and whether you're flopping or not, you're going to fall back. So he's down some weight, but he's just as strong. I have no worries about that. He was guarding centers in the post in this one as well too. The other thing with Luca, I think that we do need to talk about a little bit is the Luca boo-boos. I'm going to start calling them boo-boos because... They're not injuries. He's not hurt. But I don't know what they are. But I'm calling them boo-boos now. Second quarter, about six minutes into in or about six minutes left in the second quarter. He gets a defensive rebound, and then two Greece players come at him. Not like Grease lightning. <laughs> two two Greek players. I guess I'll say Greek players. Grease players. <laughs> two Greek players come running at him, and one of them undercuts his foot a little bit. Luca twists his ankle. He hobbles on it. He, he's late to come back. On the other end on offense, but he stays in the game, and then in the uh, in the third quarter, he has a like a, a euro step. He like euro steps drives, and he got hit right in the groin with a with a like a thigh or a knee. It wasn't in the Grady Dick. It was just in the in the thigh, and he's he's you know it was bothering him on the next possession. So he was kind of limping on that too. And then in the third quarter, about 30 seconds left, he comes up limping again after he drives against the Nassus Antetokounmpo, Giannis' brother. Giannis did not play in this game. He had a procedure to clean up his knee at the beginning of July, so he's not gonna, I don't know when he's supposed to play in FIBA. He's on the roster, but he's not supposed to play in some of these prep games. But the Nassus' brother comes over, doubles him, and Luca was holding his calf after the game. So just a bunch of different little things here and there. But I'm not calling them injuries anymore. I'm not falling for it. You've heard the announcers fall for it for years. I'm not, they're boo-boos. He stayed in the game after all these and closed the game out. So it's not like they were bothering him to the point where he got taken out or, I mean, this is a friendly, this doesn't matter. So take that as you will. (laughs) I'll leave it at that, take that as you will. Uh, There you go, all right, coming up, let's get into what we saw from Slovenia. I got a couple other thoughts on their bigs. I got some thoughts on them creating offense and then why they lost this game. What, what, What caused Slovenia to lose this game against Greece? We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Ibotta. Ibotta has you covered. If you buy things, if you are somebody that you know is taking a summer vacation that you've been planning, but you're dreading buying all the necessities before you take off or while you're there, it's time to stop spending your hard-earned money without getting anything in return. Enter Ibotta. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods, so you can make sure that you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. The average ibotta user earns 120 per year. Now that's earns. That doesn't just like, that's not just saves that you get money back with this. So other apps give you points They don't add too much with Ibotta. You get real cash back when you cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code locked on. When you register again, that's Ibotta, I-B-O-T-T-A, Ibotta. Go to the app store, Google play, download the free Ibotta app, use the code locked when you do it. I bought a, IBOTTA in the Google player app store. Use the promo code LOCKED. All right. We talked about Luka Doncic, what I saw from Luka Doncic. Let's talk about the Slovenia team because it's, Kind of the same team we've seen for a while. They started Luka. They started Vlako Chanchar from the Denver Nuggets. They started Zoran Dragic. Goran's brother is another kind of wing. Uh, Jaka Blazic also started. And then Jordan Morgan is the new one that at least me, myself, I hadn't seen on a Slovenia team. He just got nationalized recently, I guess. He's undrafted. He went undrafted in the NBA in 2014, played four years at Michigan from 2010 to 2014, and then... Uh, and now he's been playing overseas for a while. And so now he's the, the starting center for Slovenia right now. Um, I'm going to start there with, with the center spot because Jordan Morgan can do some great things. I think he was the second leading scorer for Slovenia in this game. Luca hit him on a ton of passes. He's incredibly athletic, really quick and all that. He's very small for a center. He's 6'8", and Luka is taller than him. So I'm not even sure he's 6'8", but he's listed at that. Uh, oh, Jordan Morgan, by the way, played with Tim Hardaway Jr. at Michigan for three years, by the way. Uh, I, was, I was looking at that saying he had to have played with him, and I just looked it up, and he did. But Jordan six 6'8". He's just really small for a center. He's very quick. He can catch some lobs. He's not getting up there, up there, like Dwight Powell does, but he still does. Is Luka is Luca just... Like doomed to always play with small center. We need Derek Lively to be good. I need him to be good just so that Luka can play with a, an actual seven footer at some point because he's been playing with these 6'10". Even Mike Toby, we'll talk about in a second. Even Mike Toby is six ten and not a full like seven three like Rudy Gobert. You know somebody like that can Luka just play with a, an actual center <laughs> at some point? But Jordan Morgan brought some good things to this game. I like I like his ability to. Uh, you know, he can handle the ball a little bit. He caught some of Luca's passes. His ability to get out and transition was huge in this game. He scored three or four times just on outlet passes from Luca. They also tried Demich a little bit. He's a little bit of a bigger center. I don't even think he's a seven footer, though. He had some good moments. I don't know why Mike Toby didn't play. We're used to seeing Mike Toby play. He's on the roster. Uh, I must have missed why he didn't play. So I'm sure someone in the comments will tell me why he didn't play. But I'm worried about the bigs. I'm worried if that's your big rotation, if Mike Toby's not going to be back in it. I'm worried if that's going to be your big rotation and you're just going to go like that. I'm worried about the defense specifically. And I don't know that Jordan Morgan steps out and hit the three. He hasn't really in Slovenian play. So you're not spacing the floor. You've got the pick and roll game, but it's just going to be like the Mavericks with Dwight Powell. That's kind of what it feels like to me. So I'm worried about the bigs in that spot. I'm also thinking about with Slovenia. They've got to have somebody else step up and create offense. Gordon Dragic is gone. He's not coming. He's not coming back. He's not coming back for this competition at least. And so they need someone else to step up. It's kind of been the same guys that we've seen. Uh, in the 2020 Olympics, which was actually in 2021, when Luke, when Slovenia made a good, a good run, it was Klemen Prepovic. He's the one that stepped up. He was the second leading scorer, averaged like 15 points a game, and he was the one that stepped up. He didn't even start in this game. So they're not looking to him to step up. Is it Blazic? Is it Chanchar and, and Dragic? Like, Chanchar and Dragic are more like, we're going to finish stuff. We'll hit threes. We'll cut. We'll you know like get out in transition they're not guys that are really going to create offense so who's going to do that if lucas not going to be on the floor or or even if lucas on the floor who's the secondary creator i'm i'm curious about that and who else is going to step up the reason why slovenia lost this game they missed so many free throws so luca missed six himself other players missed a bunch on this team it's another thing that plagues the mavs that is now plaguing slovenia at least in this first preparation game they missed a bunch of free throws if they just hit a decent amount of their free throws. They win this game. Greece also had a ton of threes. I mean, they were just, they were on fire. Not in the first half. I think in the first half, what were they? They were uh, four of 13 in the first half. No. Uh, yeah. Greece was four of 13 uh, in the first half from three. And they just went nuclear in the second half and hit a ton of threes. And it was a really big deal. Papa, uh, Papa Nikola was like five of five from threes in this one, at least late. He may have hit one more, but they hit a ton of threes. So, Law of averages, that comes down a little bit. Slovenia makes a couple more. They also just had some really, they had a chance late. Even despite, they missed, they lost the game because of the free throws and Greece hitting a ton of threes. But even still, they had a couple of chances late. They made some bad mistakes. Luca had a turnover on an inbound late. That was a bad one. Uh, Thanasis got him on that one. And then there was another de- missed defensive rotation on a drive. And so I think it was, um, I think it was Blazic that was not in the right spot and got got driven by and it was just a really bad defensive play, especially late in the game. So this is what these games are for preparation games. They're prep. They're preparing you to get ready for the next level, uh, to get ready for actual play. So they're gonna have a lot more of these, but felt like a warm up game, especially towards the end. Although we saw some really good things from Luca passing was incredible. Absolutely great. And, uh, I'm excited to see more. We'll have, uh, we'll have you covered for a lot of these games going forward. I think, let me pull up the, the schedule. I know that they play Greece again on the 4th, which is Friday. So I'll probably do something on that as well. Uh, I'll also be covering some of the Australia ones as well because of Josh Green and Dante Exum are on those teams. So I'm excited to see how much they play. We'll, we'll see how much those guys play. Dwight Powell on Canada too. I'll check in on him. Uh, but I know at least Slovenia, Slovenia's next game is on Friday the fourth, and then Slovenia will play Croatia next Tuesday. So we'll have some of that covered for you. Guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us. Uh, We'll have another episode for you tonight. And, uh, yeah, peace out. Boom.